Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. We're going to talk about a very special new parent. His name is Murphy, he's 31 years old, and as a bald eagle, he spends his time at the World Bird Sanctuary in Valley Park, Missouri. As an eagle, he's naturally very territorial, but last month, keepers and visitors began noticing that this majestic bird of prey was doing something only prospective parents do. He kept very close to the ground, carefully covering and incubating an egg. Only it wasn't an egg, it was a rock. The difference didn't seem to matter to Murphy. And now, just a few weeks later, a lot has changed for Murphy, who is happily raising an actual living baby eaglet. Here to talk about the saga and how Murphy went from rock dad to a real dad who rocks, we welcome to the studio the World Bird Sanctuary Executive Director, Roger Holloway. Roger, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talk to you today. (laughs) Roger, give us a little introduction to Murphy, the bald eagle. How did he come to live at the Wild Bird Sanctuary, and how long has he been with you all there? Uh, Murphy has been with us since he himself was a baby eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we got him 31 years ago, uh, bald eagles were still endangered federally and here in Missouri. And uh, he was part of a, a release program that we were involved with up at the Riverlands area, up there in West Alton. And he was sent to us from another facility in Oklahoma. And when he arrived as a baby, uh, he had a broken leg. Ah. And that had to be surgically repaired by the veterinarian, which it was. And then he was out at the release site there by the Riverlands, and somehow he managed to break his wing. Oh, boy. So before he was, you know, even had his full flight feathers and had taken his full first flight, uh, he had (laughs) broken two bones, the poor thing. Oh, my goodness. So he's really been through a lot in his life already. <laughs> yeah. So with, with the wing fracture, um, it healed just fine. But sometimes if birds have fractures, right, especially at their elbow joint or shoulder, mm-hmm. the joint can heal very well, but it will fuse. And that's how they lose then the full extension of the wing. And so okay. that is what led Murphy to, to be a, a permanent resident. Okay. So otherwise, he would have been sent back out into the wild? Right. He would have uh, just been basically raised in human care, mm-hmm. but kept wild at a release site uh, and uh, then, yeah, been well, uh, out in the wild. <laughs> so he has been adding to his story. Let's go back to March 8th, that day. One of your keepers notices that Murphy is nesting on the ground, which isn't unusual. As you've noted, he can't fly because of that injury from when he was a a young eagle. But it turns out that he's not just sitting to relax. He's doing so with purpose and on purpose and on a rock and incubating it like it was an egg. What happened then, Roger? Uh, Well, as it 
as it sort of progressed along and he became more and more dedicated to his rock, <laughs> <laughs> he then became more territorial and aggressive toward mm. the keepers and toward the other eagles in the in the enclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the nesting site that he chose within the enclosure, of course, was right by the entrance. Oh, <laughs> so, okay, or, that's problematic. <laughs> and yeah, and so uh, it just it came to a point where it was sort of a management issue, and uh, he did, you know, he was able to do his incubation for quite a while, mm-hmm. and then if, if that kind of situation comes up where they get extra aggressive, we if we move them, change the location, um, they tend to quickly can sort of go back to normal after another week or so. Okay. Um, so that, that's what we did. Now, in, in the meantime, we have this wonderful coincidence of uh, a young eagle with the nest falling down, down in Illinois, and the eagle eaglet survived the fall. And we all know here that the best possible parenting for any baby bird of prey is is its own kind. Mm-hmm. And so when you have an eagle in nesting mode, that's a good time to try and see if they will make a suitable surrogate parent. Okay, so that was a good time for introduction then. Now, many people were noticing uh, Murphy's strange behavior. You know, visitors were asking keepers whether he was sick. Um, I believe there was also a sign that was put out by Keeper Tess um, that read, is that eagle hurt? If you see an eagle lying down in the back left corner under a perch, that's Murphy. Murphy is not hurt, sick, or otherwise in distress. He has built a nest on the ground and is very carefully incubating a rock. We wish him the best of luck. So it seems like <laughs> luck was on everyone's side because of that um, that eaglet. And uh, there had been... From what I understand, some um, some thought that maybe this behavior would pass. What happened when uh, when the eaglet and Murphy met each other? Uh, well, the Murphy himself he seemed you know a little indifferent. He wasn't aggressive toward the eaglet. He didn't show a ton of interest. He wasn't frightened of it or um, uh, otherwise, but. As it was there and sitting in the nesting uh, platform that we have, uh, Murphy did become a bit more responsive as the eaglet would make its natural uh, food begging calls, which are high-pitched shrieks you you might not normally associate with an eagle. Okay. But they have a different voice, different purpose for that when they're young. Uh, And that's what they're hoping the parents will respond to. So... Murphy had enough uh, nesting <laughs> tendencies left, even after the move, that he did respond to it. And it, we, uh, it appeared as though, by looking at the food that was left, that one minute there was food there, the next minute the baby didn't have real full access to it because it wasn't quite big enough to move yet. Mm-hmm. Then the next minute, there suddenly he has a full crop. And the crop is where birds you know, have have sort of a storage part of their throat. And then you can see the crop bulges out when they've eaten a lot of food, and then they'll gradually push it down into their stomach. Ah, I see. So we knew right away that the eagle eaglet had been fed. Okay. Murphy was standing there right next to it. So 
there was definitely some fatherly response to the food begging calls. Okay. Well, appreciate that that visual description of where the food was being stored um, with this mm-hmm. eaglet. We're speaking now with Roger Holloway, who is the executive director of World Bird Sanctuary, and we're discussing Murphy the bald eagle and his um, introduction to parenthood after having incubated um, a rock and, and being introduced to an eaglet. Can you take us into what the introduction process was between Murphy and the baby? Um, you know, how did how did the baby get out of quote unquote baby jail? Oh, yeah. Well, it was just observing Murphy's uh, behavior around the baby. Um, And then we had the baby jail over top the baby in the nesting platform. And when Murphy showed, uh, you know, just sort of sort of taking it all in stride, didn't have any aggressive posture or vocalizations or behavior, then we took the baby jail off. Mm -hmm. And then the baby was just there, uh, fully accessible. And so uh, then there was constant observation throughout that day, and it, it all, all seemed just fine. Mm-hmm. No no um, extreme behavior from either. So Don Grifford, who is the CEO of the World Bird Sanctuary, had said uh, that she believed that this eagle and rock pairing was temporary. We mentioned that a little bit earlier. And she predicted that once Murphy's spring hormones have run their course, he'd get bored and move on to other activities. I mean, clearly that is not what happened. And you introduce the eaglet and they seem to be getting on quite well. Why didn't he move on, Roger? Uh, well, when when the, the, it progressed on to something obviously beyond a rock, um, well, then uh, you you kind of that's where we had the sort of very uh, uh, close observation to mm-hmm. see. Okay, he was very parental with the rock and very territorial about it on, in his makeshift nest. Now, does that behavior translate to actual parenting skills? Mm-hmm. So that's what we were we were looking for, and and Murphy showed that certainly to to some degree. Uh, where he didn't completely ignore the baby, he wasn't aggressive toward it, so that's good. Um, he had had enough um, uh, activity with the rock, and mm. then with a live baby, which is obviously a <laughs> the real thing. Right, right. You then see uh, what what his hormone parenting parenting uh, skills will do. Do from that point after after that. So we've been referring to the baby eagle. Um, just as, you know, the baby eagle or the eaglet. But mm-hmm. it is called 23-126. Uh, at yes. what stage does an eagle in its position get a name, or is this like a C-3PO kind of situation? Right. Any of the patients coming through the hospital uh, just get that number that corresponds to the calendar year and just the sequence in which they came in mm-hmm. uh, to the hospital. So. There are birds that, if they have a strange issue, um, they might get a nickname. Um, they come into us a certain way. Mm-hmm. But typically, we just try to keep it to a number and keep the naming to our permanent residence. Okay. Such as Murphy. <laughs> yeah. And Murphy has never lived in the wild, Roger. He spent you know, 31 or 30 years not flying. What is it that happens when the eaglet needs to learn to fly? 
uh, it will just be a gradual process where once that eagle, she can jump around or he uh, and move from perch to perch, then she will go into a bigger enclosure. Mm. And then, yeah, he or she is a guess at this point. When okay. get a little bigger, we should be able to tell um, as the female eagles are bigger than the males. Mm-hmm. And they grow up within about four months of when they hatch. So okay. sometime June or July, we should be able to take more of a guess as to whether this is a he or a she. Okay. Because they're, they're a little like puppies. They they get these big feet that they don't know what to do with, mm-hmm. and they have to grow into them. Sure. So at that point when when the, the baby has grown to the point where flying is something that um, the bird will need to do, Am I to am I understanding this correctly that 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 will be learned from other birds who are there at the sanctuary? Uh, well, the the eaglet will just just because of, you know the feathers are going to grow in, it's going to flap the wings. Uh, it just instinctively, will will know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give it the the bigger flight cage where there's a lot of space to go from perch to perch and get full extension of the wings. Okay, uh, several deep flaps. So the bird will learn how quickly and how it picks up speed and what it has to do to put the brakes on. Okay. Um, Just like if you observe eagles in the wild, and there's quite a few eagle nests around the St. Louis area, when the babies are almost full grown, you will see them standing on top of the nest. And they're Mm going to flap and they're going to jump, do vertical jumps. Uh, And it's a very gradual process. A few flaps, they go up, they come back down. Sometimes you know, wind, big wind comes along, like we had over the weekend, and they get blown out of the nest. So that does happen. But the, the flying part just very gradual, a, a vertical lift off the nest and then hover back down. Mm-hmm. They just have to learn what it means to be moving air with these wings and feel that resistance. And then they learn to master it as they keep going. Well, and over the weekend, Eaglet... 23-126 did have a bit of a rough time, uh, almost in a in a strange sort of parallel to the maybe the trouble that Murphy had. So this question I have to ask as we're wrapping up, what is going to happen with the rock? Uh, the rock we still have. Somebody told me that they're going to auction it off <laughs> <laughs> because so many people are interested in it. I guess we'll see. But um, it would be fun. I mean, it's an interesting keepsake. It's it's not the first time it's ever happened either. We mm-hmm. did have a, a pair of eagles that were permanent residents in the exhibit years ago, in the old exhibit. Um, they, too, uh, made a nest on the ground and had a rock to incubate. So there is some inter- precedent there. <laughs> there is a little bit. Murphy, you know, kind of is the first one to do it in quite a long time. And uh, there's there's more ways to share that. And that kind of thing nowadays, but it's not uncommon for (laughs) eagles to do that kind of thing. We will be following what happens with Murphy. Roger Holloway is the executive director of Wild Bird Sanctuary. Roger, thank you so much for talking with us. Oh, my pleasure. I really appreciate the time. This episode was produced by Danny Wissentowski with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio.
Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.